What is CAC? Why does it matter? God, why do we need another acronym? G'day, I'm Jason Weeks and I'm a founder at Vendorable and an angel investor in a number of other startups in Australia and abroad. I've created this mini-cast, let's call it what it is because it's too short to be a podcast, called Simple Finance to help you get your head around terms used in both personal finance and business. Each day I'm going to riff on an acronym or an idea really quickly so that in five minutes or less, in the between time, waiting for a bus, brushing your teeth, or making a coffee, you can learn something you didn't know before. Okay, let's dive in. Today's topic, CAC. CAC, C-A-C, is short for Customer Acquisition Cost. You might see some variants like cost of acquiring customers, or cost of customer acquisition, or user acquisition cost, and that might also mean the use of other variants of acronyms but they're all the same thing, basically. What does CAC mean? Well, it's the total costs of getting an individual or company to buy your product or service for the first time. Let's start with an easy example. If you spend $10,000 in a month on Google AdWords and the click-through generates 80 signed-up customers to your service, platform, or product, then your CAC is $125. The maths is pretty simple, but let's step through it. CAC is just your spend, that's $10,000, divided by the number of new customers, that's 80, with the answer being 125, hence $125. That's in spite of the fact that maybe, say, 50,000 people were reached by your ad. Remember, only 80 made it all the way through your funnel and into your app to use your platform service or product. It's only the new customers that matter. It's not an awareness calculation. So why does CAC matter? Well, in personal finance, it doesn't mean very much. You might be, you might be providing it, a business might be calculating it on you, but not so much. But for a business, it matters for two reasons. First, when looking at the value that you provide and then can charge for, for the duration of a client's time using your product or service. And second, to calculate payback, that is, the payback time period that you can recover your spending outlay so that you can respend it and because it will affect your cash flow and ultimately your funding requirements. For example, if you charge $50 per month for the above product or service we just talked about, then after two and a half months, that is 125 divided by 50, you'll have paid back your CAC because after this point, any dollar you charge will be greater than $125 you spent to get them on board in the first place. And if the customer stays with you for say, a minimum of six months, then you're also going to make some profit on top of this. But we'll come to what good ratios are in in another mini cast. Couple of points. First, a big criticism that is leveled at CAC is that most firms do a poor job of calculating it, especially adding complexity as their operations increase in complexity. Second, Most firms do a good job at calculating their payback periods, but they guesstimate their customer's long-term value, which again at the start is fine because you don't really know, but over time, your modelling should get better. And finally, CAC be damned if your non-marketing, non-direct costs are too high. If your overheads destroy you, no amount of gross margin will help you. So that's CAC in a very brief nutshell. We're going to expand on it in conjunction with the next few weeks' mini-casts, So don't worry if that all didn't make sense. Leave comments below, shout me down, tell me I'm wrong, or ask for follow-ups on this. 
But whatever you do, please engage and do so respectfully. Ciao for now.